you want to know what I love? When the light turns on for someone and they know they're not in it alone anymore. You want to know what I don't love? The opposite of that. When you know that the weight someone is carrying has become too much in their life. When you see someone who you know is overwhelmed and they just can't find the answers and they've decided to give up on themselves. And what sucks even more is when they're a dad and you know they've got kids that rely on them. Let me explain to you why I believe the world needs the Domestic Dad Project. Has life gotten off track? Are you looking for some inspiration to be a better dad? Have you thought about getting sober, but you just didn't know where to start? If so, welcome to the Domestic Dad Podcast, your go-to destination for candid discussions on journeys into sobriety, parenting, and personal growth. I'm Nick Barnett, founder of the Domestic Dad Project. I've been a dad since I was 18 years old. I'm also a trauma survivor, an alcoholic, divorced, happily remarried, hardworking, humbled by life, domestic dad. Have you ever found yourself up late at night thinking about how you totally missed an opportunity with the kids today? Then it hits you. It wasn't just today. It was this entire week or month. It's time to wake up with big, ambitious goals to get sober and be more engaged with your family. It's going to take more work than just dreaming. On this podcast, you'll find interviews with people who have walked that path, including myself, coaches, mentors, and pastors who can help guide you on your journey. You're going to need resources and inspiration. You can find that here. This is the community for you to lean into so you can start living life as a domestic dad. So let's grab a mop and start cleaning up the mess. I've been passionate about helping dads get sober or get on the right track for the last year. It all started with my own sobriety, sharing my story, and then other people telling me what I was doing was helping them. I found myself searching for training on how to do this. I didn't want to do it unless I could do it right. So I found opportunities to get educated on how to be a peer recovery coach. I'm far enough into my own career that resetting and going back to college at 40 years old, it's just not an option for me. So I got involved in what they call peer work. And I started by volunteering and later found myself in a class on becoming a peer recovery specialist. What I figured out at that point is that it's really hard for dads. Not everybody is going to run up to you and start unpacking all of their problems. As a matter of fact, that's really, really difficult to do. It's uncomfortable and hard. And there's a stigma around being vulnerable to actually be able to have those conversations. There's no easy way to do it. There's just not. And ever since then, it's been my dream to build a community of people who outwardly support breaking the stigma around men reaching out for help. To either get sober or get their lives on track and become better fathers. Dads have a huge role in every child's life. And like it or not, we're just not whole without them. And that's why I started the Domestic Dad Project. While I found that there's many pathways to sobriety, not one is perfect for everyone. And I saw a place in my journey where domestic dad would have snapped in really nicely. And for all of you out there who might be listening who aren't ready to embrace that journey yet, you can listen here or reach out to me if you're ready to start doing that work, if you're ready to embrace that stage of change. So with episode one, I'm going to do just that. I'll unpack my journey a little bit. You ready? I told myself every time that I wanted to get better, do better, get sober, 
I also told myself that I wanted to be a better dad. I mean, that was the whole point, but I just couldn't make it happen. Trust me. I tried many times, but every time I quit for a couple days, a couple weeks, I'd fall right back down. Heck, one time I even made it three months. Then it was off to a bachelor party in Phoenix. I had this whole grand plan that I had developed with how I was just going to have maybe a couple beers a day, but no hard drinks. Man, I was bombed by the time the plane touched down in the desert. By the time it was over, I was shaking and throwing up at the airport, ready to get home, get in my bed, and just forget about the last three days. I quit for a week after that, only to get it worse and worse every time. I went through several bouts with sobriety that next year until I had finally hit rock bottom and the trap door at the bottom of rock bottom opened up and I kept falling down even deeper. I think my thought process was that if I could quit for a little bit, it would have this reverse aging effect. If I quit long enough, I could go back to before addiction started. And that's just not how it works. I just had a buddy of mine tell me, you've obviously proved that you could quit, Nick. You could have a drink and quit again if you wanted to. At least you have that. And that's just not how it works. My immediate response to that at this point in my life was, dude, if I ever have another drink in my life, I'll die. Like that would be it for me. And I literally have to treat it like a death sentence. It's sad, but that's just where I'm at with it now. One of the last times that I had gotten drunk, I lost a weekend just being foggy, asleep, half myself, zombie-ish. Have you ever gotten to that point where you just don't remember everything? And the feeling of regret and anxiety starts to come over because you start to get these little flashbacks and then you realize how dangerous it all was. And then the heaviest feeling hits you. What did my kids see? Ugh. Then that next week, I'd go to the store several times throughout the day to get more alcohol. And my wife told me that she was scared for my health. And she knew exactly what was going on because she'd seen this cycle before, repeat. I'd get better for a little bit, but this time it was different. The cycle wasn't ending. I had gotten worse than it ever was before. It was four o'clock in the afternoon on a weekday, and I'd been on a bender for the better part of a month. It was finally time. That day, my mother came over to my house and she told me she thought I was going to die. And that if that happened, that everything that she had done in her life to raise me, to sacrifice for me, to give me the best life that she could have would have been for nothing. And I knew how hard she had worked. I'd seen it my entire life. And that was my turning point. At that moment, I knew that if I didn't get sober, I was going to fail my mom. I would have failed my wife and forced her to leave me. And eventually, I'd die. And the legacy I was going to leave wasn't going to be a good one. And the worst part, I wasn't going to get to see my kids grow up. And they weren't going to get to know the best part of me. At that moment, I started taking sobriety seriously. On that day, May 18th of 2022, I had taken the last drink of my life. For the life of me, I don't remember it. But I remember knowing I was on a journey to become a better me. A better son. A better husband. A better dad. Fast forward to February-ish, I was roughly nine months into my own sobriety. When I found out one of the strongest people I've ever known was in a coma and was fighting for his life because of alcohol. A few days later, a different friend from high school had committed suicide after getting too far into the bottle and couldn't deal with all the mental health crap. 
that is a symptom of alcoholism. Just after that, another one of my friends died from alcohol-related causes. That's what they call it when you drink so much that your internal organs shut down and you stop digesting food and your intestines burst inside of you. This threw me into a flashback to nine months prior when I was so close to being each of those people. I remember coming home one night and telling my wife that I felt God's hands asking me to do something. I had no idea what it was, but I knew I was tired of taking losses on my team. I was tired of addiction snatching people out of my life, and I knew I had to do something about it. So it all came pouring out in the form of a website called the Domestic Dad Project. That website would also sell merchandise that acted as a catalyst to build a community, to break the stigma around dads who were willing to be vulnerable and wanted to get their lives on track and become better fathers. I know now that if there was an outward community like this, when I started looking for answers, I may have been able to get here sooner. If I knew there were coaches and peers that I could turn to for advice and actually talk to about what I was going through, it would have made the process easier, faster. This all comes back to who I want to be for my family, for my wife, for my boys. If I do my job correctly and I help build this brand, build this community, get people wearing shirts that say, I support dads who want to get it together. I support dads who are struggling to get it together. I support dads who want to be better fathers. And I can help just one person save their own life. And that trickles down to their sons and daughters or their family doesn't get fractured. I would consider that a win. And you guys, I don't wake up every day and think about how I can fail. I'm trying to collect as many wins as I possibly can. And that is why I believe the world needs the Domestic Dad Project. And if you join our community, you can be part of that too. If you're hearing this message, you've listened to the entire episode. And for that, I want to thank you with all my heart. I hope you enjoyed it. And if you did, please leave us a review on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. It really helps us out. Also, please follow us on Facebook or share this episode on your social media. It means the world to me to know that this podcast is making a difference in your life. And if this episode inspired you to get sober or simply become a better version of yourself, you can claim your free 60-minute coaching session by visiting www.domesticdadproject.com. Let's continue supporting each other to break the stigma around dads reaching out for help to get our lives on track while navigating the obstacles of fatherhood. Until next time, keep cleaning up that mess.